Welcome down to my nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. You are listening to Bucks in the Basement. My name's Chris, and Craig here is the biggest Pirates fan you'll ever meet. Let's talk Pirates baseball now. Welcome to Bucks in the Basement. Now I see the changes in this town. They change, they say one thing, but then the next day. announcement for everybody before we get the show started bucks in the basement is moving from a tuesday morning release to a wednesday morning release starting next week it's really a scheduling thing so craig and i can get together plus they're right there in the middle of the week we're your hump day pirates podcast i think that's a good thing all right and that way we don't have these weird weeks where you're expecting it in the morning and you're getting it after work That way you know you're getting it when you wake up on Wednesday morning and we won't have any more problems. So starting next week, Wednesday mornings, Bucks in the Basement, 30 minutes of Pirates talk for fans by fans. We good? Cool. All right, belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name's Chris. His name's Craig. Bucks in the Basement, 30 minutes of Pirates talk for fans by fans. And they continue to just have the nonstop, never-ending tryouts of players, Greg. Like, I, I have to I have to sit down every day like I'm an old man, like I'm my grandfather, sitting at his table, uh, opening up the newspaper, and turning to the transactions pages and trying to figure out what's going on in Major League Baseball just with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, here are the moves that were made on the 13th, on Monday alone. Swaggerty goes to the Indians. In Indianapolis, not the not, not the not the old Cleveland Indians. Now the Guardians. He goes to Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> when when are they changing the names of the Indianapolis Indians to the Indianapolis Guardians? That's what I want to know. Uh, Travis Swaggerty is uh, is going there. Kanan Smith Ninjigba is on his way up. Aaron Fletcher goes down to the Indians. Hoyt Park is up. Jason Delay has been selected from the Indians, and Dwayne Underwood Jr. is on the 10-day DL. That's a busy day. And when you take into account within the last week that you saw uh, Heath Hembry sent on a rehab assignment and Nick Mears sent on a rehab assignment and Aaron Fletcher recalled and Dylan Peters on the 15-day DL and Rodolfo Castro optioned back to the Indians and Travis Swaggerty, hold on a second, was up just over a week ago, and now is back down again. It is interesting what they're doing. I, I know some fans are frustrated you didn't see O'Neill Cruz yet, but I think, of course, we're we're waiting on that, right? This is more of a, uh, who do we want to try out this week? Is that right? Yeah, this is, and it's real weird the way they were doing it, because, Chris, when, when we talked last week, we talked about would there be space, you know, for Travis Swaggerty with, you know, Jack Swinsky playing pretty well. Brian Reynolds, you know, getting back on track a little bit. Cal Mitchell still looking, you know, fairly good in his plate appearances. Like, where would Swaggerty fit in? Well, he basically fit in for like two and a half games and nine plate appearances. And then he's he's gone for Caden Smith and Jigba, who has earned that right. Like, he's been playing well. 
uh, down in Indianapolis. Uh, it, the big thing they're saying, you know, he was out of the past 41 games. He's been on base for like 40 of them. Uh, he's definitely a very patient hitter. Uh, strikeout to, you know, walk ratio is really good. The one thing uh, I, I had written about this, uh, I think it was like last week or the week before, that I didn't see the power um, from from Smith and Jigba. And I thought that maybe it was because last year when he was with Altoona, he had kind of like a hamstring injury. And so maybe he wasn't getting, you know, that power potential. Went to uh, the Arizona Fall League, played pretty well out there. But, I mean, in Indianapolis, I mean, there's there's other guys that that are, you know, absolutely blasting the ball. I mean, Ono Cruz, obviously, Mason Martin, he's just basically a home run hitter who strikes out. And then... Uh, Bly Madris was another guy, and people were talking about possibly, you know, Bly Madris getting added to the 40-man and brought up. And bringing Smith and Jigba up, it's it's okay, but what look did you really give to Travis Swaggerty? And now you have Hoy Park up again. You have Yu Chang still in, you know, playing second base to Capito Marcano, who should be in the lineup, and who actually is a middle infielder they have in left field to be able to get Yu Chang like on the field, Chris. It's just a very weird like way that they're doing this. And Travis Swaggerty, like former first round draft pick we were talking about. So like, and you know, had gotten hot and shouldn't you think that those guys that get hot, like you would actually want to play them more. It, it's just is really weird kind of what they're doing. Well, I think that they believe that Zawinski deserves a lion's share of starts over Swaggerty because they see a guy who has gone out there and, and, and collected 138 plate appearances. And even though he's hitting 220, his OPS is 731, which puts him just slightly above average when you look at the league OPSs. And when you get a young guy and you give him the opportunity and he can at least do league average, and that's his floor when he's brand new coming up. You want to see whether or not that gets better. So I I get that. And if they really do believe that Marcano fits better in the outfield, I don't I don't really know if I understand that. But it, look, when when you draft guys, and this is what I always try to explain to people, especially especially when you're doing a build or a rebuild. And I I've noticed this over the years. I think the team that did it the best was the Chicago Cubs uh, back in in their rebuild. Uh, about a decade ago, they went out and they collected as many middle infielders as they could, mainly shortstops. Because if you're a shortstop, and think about this, if you're a shortstop on your little league team, you're the best player on a team, right, Craig? Yeah, you're usually the shortstop and pitcher, probably if you're like young enough. Right. If you're on your little league team, you're the best player on a team. If you're playing on your college team, you're the best player on a team generally. And when you're in the minor leagues, you're generally the best player on the team. Shortstops are your best athletes, and they can transition from short to the outfield. A lot of shortstops become center fielders. They become right fielders. They become left fielders, and some stick at short. Some move over to third. Some move over to second. If you have a shortstop and he doesn't pan out defensively at short at the major league level, there's a good chance if the bat plays that he becomes a fairly good to above average position player somewhere else on the field and you get to keep the bat. If you have a guy that plays a position that is uh, easier to play, let's say, 
Second base, for example. If you have a second baseman and he can't pan out defensively at second base, he's probably not panning out anywhere, right? I mean, like, there's a difference. Shortstops are a very valuable commodity because they can actually transition as they get higher up and they move up in levels to a different position on the field and may become like a very, very talented outfielder or a talented second baseman or a talented third baseman. It's one of those things where they they can change positions. So I'm not bothered by Marcano moving if they think that deep down in the end, he's not the shortstop of the future and they want to see if he can play another position. Plus, versatility is such a big deal in today's uh, Major League Baseball. Okay, like if you can have a guy that can play the infield and play the outfield and can move around when injuries happen, now all of a sudden you can shift guys in different positions and your team doesn't stumble when it's hit with a rash of injuries. There are a lot of teams that stumble when they get hit with a ton of injuries because they don't have enough versatility and they don't know who they're going to play in these positions. So that doesn't bother me at all. I, I don't mind uh, the, the move sending Swaggerty down if they think he's not going to get enough at bats here and they want the bat to get as much work as possible before he comes up permanently. And with Zawinski hitting the way that he is, I think you give this guy more time to see if he improves on that slightly above league average OPS. Yeah, and I have I have no problem with like a Sawinski and and Cal Mitchell hasn't been, you know, setting the world on fire. It's 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 a it's a 72 OPS plus when we talked about the OPS plus, you know, Jack Sawinski sitting at like a 105. So I definitely understand that and you know, Tucapito Marcano, it's right now, you know, an ungodly like 148 OPS. It's a uh OPS plus. So I I I have no problem with getting him like into the lineup. It's just it's just really weird to me to maybe it's the it's that analytical side of stuff, Chris, where you got to get like the more right-handed bats in there, and we have like really no right-handed guys because I mean Jack Swinsky, straight left-hander. You have uh, Cal Mitchell, straight left-handed. You have you know Travis Swaggerty, straight left-handed. Tucapino Marcano, straight left-handed. So you have all these like left-handed guys, and and Marcano they did start to move into the outfield. Actually, the first game of the season when I went out to see the curve play and he was down there, he was in left field. So, I mean, I, I know that, you know, the big thing is is the versatility. I guess it's just the, the, the frustrating part of, you know, if you want to get guys at bats, you, you've got to give them at bats. And to me, it's like, okay, you're bringing up like a Hoy Park who you, you've already seen a few times to take down Swaggerty. Like, I, I don't really know. But here's the thing is you really can't keep Swaggerty up either because if you couldn't get him at bats before, I mean, there's no way you're getting him at bats if there's five outfielders. Well, here's the other weird thing. This team is not operating like most teams in Major League Baseball at this very moment because most teams in Major League Baseball are taking advantage of the ability to keep 14 pitchers on staff. Most teams... Are, are taking advantage of something that was extended since the lockout. It started because pitchers didn't get enough time to warm up. So the union and Major League Baseball said it doesn't need to be 13 players and 13 pitchers. You can go 14 and 12. Everybody has like 14 pitchers and is going with 12 guys on their bench. Some are going 13 and 13. The Pirates are currently going with 14 position players and 12 pitchers. If it wasn't for, because uh, you mentioned before the Dwayne Underwood Jr. thing, that's a, that's a COVID IL type thing. So I, I don't know. Like, I don't even think delay. Like, I, I it's like one of those weird things because 
before in the pandemic, you could like bring a guy onto your roster and then put him back where he was at, you know, because I think he was on, like on the travel squad or something. We have a double header, very, you know, coming up with the Cardinals here. So it's just a real weird thing. But yeah, I mean, even before then, though, they were going to go 13 and 13, even though I think it didn't get extended to like the 19th of It's still of June been or extended. Something. Listen, it's still been extended. And I think Major League Baseball and the Players Union is going to have a hard time justifying to themselves making it 13 and 13. I think it, it, the players union wants it to be, you can have 14 because pitchers are getting worn out and the, the teams themselves want this because most of them, especially the really competitive teams right now that are, that are fighting for wild card spots and divisions and things like that. A lot of these teams are built with, with uh, starters that don't go very long and they need lots of relief pitchers. And you have this condensed schedule because you got started late, in which there's not as many days off. So it, it, it's surprising. It would be surprising to me if at any point it actually goes 13 and 13 this year. I don't, I don't really think it's going to happen. So that's why it's astounding to me. Like, yeah, I don't care what reason a pitcher leaves the team. What's shocking to me that another pitcher didn't come. Yeah. But then again, maybe the reason that they are going 12 and 14 is that they don't have a lot of pitchers on their 40-man roster, right? If you look down in their minors right now, I'm looking at fan graphs. What do we got? We got Max Kranich. He's injured. He's on the 40-man. He's unavailable. Aaron Fletcher's on the 40-man, according to fan graphs, and he's in Indianapolis. After that, the only two pitchers that you have on your 40-man that are down that you could bring up is Bryce Wilson and Miguel Yajure. Yeah, I mean, that's what they have. Those are your only pitchers that you have that are available to you. If Wilson is coming up as the 26th man or 27th man for a doubleheader, then you only have one pitcher available. And if they don't want to bring him up, that now that now explains it. You are a team with not a lot of pitching depth on your 40-man roster because of the guys you've had to protect during the build. And that's why you're carrying 14 players and 12 pitchers. I guarantee they're the only team in Major League Baseball doing that at this moment. Yeah, and Chris, I I think when we were, you know, back before, you know, the Rule 5 draft that, you know, never ended up happening, we were like, man, they they just went all position. Like, they they weren't really looking to protect too many pitchers. And with Max Kranich, that's that's a weird one. I, I'm, I'm thinking that gets sorted out at some point in time here. I, I've seen some stuff out there because – he was optioned to Indianapolis. The last game that he pitched was for the major leagues. Then he was put on the IL and has now had Tommy John surgery. So I think that as whenever they add him to the 60 day, then he would be accumulating major league service time or something. There was like a, a, a big thing over that, but it's just really weird that you have a guy that, you know, over a week ago had Tommy's on surgery. They're giving like a timeline, like the normal one of like eight to 12 months. And he's still on your 40 man. I'm looking at their list of the, the guys that are on their 40 man, 21 pitchers appear on that list. Now that as I'm looking at it, you know, some of these guys are on the 60 day DL, right? So they don't count on it. Yeah. But but you have this large amount of guys. There's far more players that are on there. I, that's insane to me. Normally, if you look at any team, look it up right now. They have more pitchers than they have players. And then when you look at those 21 pitchers, you have one, two of them on the 60-day. And then you have one, two of them on the 15-day. 
and you have a guy on the 10 day. So now you're down to 16 guys that are available. So now this makes, this all makes so much sense. Now when you look at it, they're just not very deep as a franchise. They have very few guys on their 40 man roster that can throw the ball from the mound to home plate. That, that, that I'm telling you, it's gotta be, I, it, it snuck up on me, but now when you see it, it, it's like illustrated to you. They, they have invested so much in protecting players and trying players out. They don't have a lot of pitchers available when something like this happens and they get hit with injury. Yeah. Cause it was just like, you know, they, when they went and added, you know, a, a Swaggerty, a Sawinski and a Kanan Smith and Jigba, it was like, okay, well you protected pretty much the entire you know, Indians outfield at that point in time. And then now you've added, you know, Cal Mitchell into that. So now you like are just basically hoarding outfielders on, on your 40 man, you know, Ben Gamble and them are going to have to come back on to the active roster here. You know, there's going to be guys, luckily, thank God, Greg Allen, you know, injured his other hamstring when he was on the 60 day but but there's going to be a lot of decisions to be made here, and but it, it is kind of interesting that something we talked about over you know the off season is is coming to fruition. Like we talked about, should they have protected you know even like a Cody Bolton? Should they have right. added him to there? And, and you know, well, at some point you're going to have to start DFAing guys. And again, if you're if you're curious, twenty five players, non pitchers that are on their roster. Now, remember, anybody that's on a 60-day DL or on a COVID list, don't count towards your 40-man. Yeah. So they have five guys on a 60-day, and then they have one guy on a COVID list right now. So because of all of that, they're able to, they have 40, and then they've got these extra six. But far more players, you know, that are sitting on on their 40-man because they're protected. At some point, you're going to have to start DFAing players. Like, at some point, Ben Charrington can't keep every project or arms are going to start falling off, right? The guys are going to get worn out out there. You got 12 guys on a major league staff and you got nobody behind them right now. It's crazy. Like, I mean, seriously, like at some point, I think it's, I think this is just a matter of time. Somebody, somebody who is a project is going to go. So, so if you had to look at all the projects on this team, is there a guy that you're like, this, this guy's got to go or a couple guys. Like I, I think Hoy Park is going. Right? Yeah, I think Hoy Park's got to go. He's going to go. You're going to have to make room for him to bring a pitcher up, I think, at some point. I think that guy, I think that guy's gone for sure. Uh, it, I feel like it's a matter of time. Because like, at some point, you're going to have to let go of some of your projects. Okay? I mean, Yoshi, at some point, you know, I mean, he still counts on your 40-man, even though he's on the IL. At some point, when you need to make room, there's a guy, I mean, th- you would think that he's going to give up hope on. But he's going to have to start giving up hope on some of these guys. Yeah, it's 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 gonna have to happen, and and like you said, the, the weird part is is that you know they've they've let you know pitchers go that that were on the forty man. Like I, we can go back to Luis Oviedo. I mean, who I believe was was let go by by the Guardians as well after they you know picked him up. Uh, Bo Solcer was another guy. Like so, you were you know just DFAing pitchers at random who. You know, Oviedo, you protected him all last year, but he, I don't know if he was really going to contribute too much. But Solster, when, when he was up here, like, didn't really do anything wrong. They were lucky uh, to get uh, to get Cam Aldred through there. Chris, it's just the weirdest thing. It's 
Charrington is obsessed with versatility and position players. He just is obsessed. It's it's like that's why he had to like almost trade Jacob Stallings to even bring in like a Zach Thompson. Because if we didn't have Zach Thompson uh, on this team and we still had Jacob Stallings, like who would we have pitching? I think he I think he realized that that he's like I have to bring in like some sort of other pitching. Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Plus, it's all online. That's right. From anywhere in the country, you can learn any instrument you want with Westgate Music School. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, westgatemusicschool.com. It seems like the focus at this point is like with the few pitchers that you have, work them and let's develop them and make them better. You've got a few guys in the minors and are not in the 40, man. Okay. And then at some point, you're going to have to add more pitching to this team. I think when it's all said and done, though, I think you found some really interesting pieces for this team, right? I mean, I really think you have. I mean, I you don't like Marcano in the outfield. Fine with it, right? If he's a player, I don't care where he plays. Yeah, just get his bat, get his bat in the lineup. Doesn't he look like a Major League Baseball player to you? He looks like one to me, right? How many Major League Baseball players do you have on this team? He feels like a Major League Baseball player on your team who's, who's going to contribute when you when you do make a run at some point, if not as a starter, as a guy that's going to be like a really good piece off the bench, but I think he could actually end up being a starter on your team, depending on how things shake out. So you, you're, you're seeing more of those guys at some point, then you got to cut loose some of your projects, right? Cause you got to make decisions like, you know what? I think so-and-so is better than so-and-so and move on. It's a hard choice, but you got to make it. And I think that we're getting there when you look at the personnel right now. Oh my goodness. 12, pitchers right now on the major league roster and 14 uh, 14 position players it's insane to me it's not and three ca- and three catchers and none of them are worth anything none of them are worth anything and that's the other thing like if you wouldn't if you wouldn't have lost a catcher at the beginning of the season for the entire year maybe you're maybe you're not worried about that problem because you're cutting somebody loose as well because the future still isn't on the 40-man roster and eventually that's his job like one of these little bumps or one of these little abnormalities you see when a team is going through a build and all of a sudden you see them doing something that a team in contention you would never never once I mean tell let me tell you this if this were the Yankees and all of a sudden you woke up a Yankee fan and you saw that they only had 12 pitchers and 14 players and it was because they didn't have enough depth on their 40 man there would be fire and brimstone and torches and people would be screaming all day long on New York sports radio about it but the, the Pirates don't need to worry about that right now because they're in a build. And you know who else they don't? You know what else they don't have to worry about? They don't have to worry about Brian Reynolds after uh, he passed Daniel Vogelbeck. And has oh, uh, a higher OPS and a higher average, something I told you was going to happen. And then you you tried to get out of the bet, and then he stumbled a little bit. And then you were like, no, no, bet's back on. Bet's back on by the All-Star break. Vogelbeck will be better than Reynolds. Well, too late. <laughs> it's over, man. I'm right. I think it's a. Uh, I think it was a case of Stonies. It's probably about 20 years old. That's been sitting in my parents' basement and somehow made it over to my basement. I don't remember that being what I get. 
I feel like I, you're I making know, that. I don't up. know if you got to choose. I don't know if you got to choose the case of beer, but I, I'm choosing it. I, no, I, I wait. Will, I will deliver that to you. That doesn't uh, seem right. That doesn't seem right at all. And it does. It definitely doesn't seem right, Chris. That since we've been recording tonight, at, like watching the pirate game, leading five nothing over the Cardinals, and now tied five to five. And I know we shouldn't talk. I hate talking about like current games that are going on. But I was like, man, Mitch Keller's looking really, really good. He was looking really, really good, and. Like you said, like we got like like Banda's in there. Stratton's been like ups and downs. It's like we don't you don't have enough. It's like we always say you're gonna need more arms, and we don't have enough solutions to like fill that hole. Like it can't the can't the answer can't be David Bednar, like every single time, or Will Crow, every single time you say something. If you were trying to win games, you wouldn't have twelve pitchers on your staff right now. Okay. I mean it this is I'm sorry, but it's true. If you were trying to win games, you wouldn't have 12 pitchers on your staff. And you can't hurt guys that matter to you. So you're going to protect starters, and you're going to protect guys that you know that, that, that mean something to you. And if a guy goes out there and he's capable of three innings and you don't have a lot of depth in your bullpen, he's going to give up four runs in an inning. And they're not going to pull him out. They're not going to warm up anybody else because they don't have enough depth right now in their bullpen to withstand a guy going out there and not getting his job done. Like at this point with 12 pitchers on the roster until that changes, every time a guy comes in, his job is that inning. And his job might be two. And if he sucks, he's still going to have to go do it. I think you're going to see the I think you're going to see the Pirates blow a few games here. That it's going to be frustrating if you're really looking for wins and losses until this uh this settles correctly. Okay? I mean, I understand why they got to this point. And I understand it from the perspective of it doesn't matter because you're building a team and wins and losses don't matter, you know, but if you were trying to win, you wouldn't have 12 pitchers right now on your staff because it puts you in such a terrible position and it makes it very hard for you to bring in a reliever when you need to, knowing that everybody's only got so many innings before their arm falls off and you don't want to put anybody else on the IL, right? So, I mean, like, it's going to force, it's going to force Derek Shelton to use pitchers longer than he wants to. And if a guy doesn't have anything, cross his fingers and hope that the batter gets himself out because he needs that pitcher to pitch that inning. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what it's going to do. It's going to force him to operate that way because you didn't give him something that he can win with. You know, so when you see the end result of a game and you go, man, oh man, I, you know, Rosie Contreras comes out there and he looked great for like five or six innings. And then all of a sudden the wheels come off. And why didn't Shelton go out and get him? Because he needed him to pitch six. He needed him to pitch seven no matter what. And he it wasn't like he was hurt or he had, he had too many innings on his arm. It's just he lost effectiveness and he doesn't have enough guys in the bullpen. So I think you're going to see that right now until they're able to get more pitchers on, on this roster again. Yeah, and I think that's why people were so like absolutely like up in arms when, when Zach Thompson only threw... 67 pitches the other day I mean yeah he gave up a couple you know runs in the first inning but after that was kind of cruising and then you know Shelton went and pulled him which is something it's like okay well if if you take those you know if you take those balls out of his hand they got to go to somebody like somebody's got to throw it so yeah I mean that's where I just worry about once again the, the arm starting to fall off and like you said, you're going to protect who you need to protect. But I mean, in the end, 
Hoi Park, by maybe Yoshi, by Yu Chang. Made a nice play tonight, but sorry, dude. Bye. Josh Van Meter. That's the crazy part, Chris, is if I'm like actually like wanting Josh Van Meter back in the lineup, believe me, I don't long term. But he was at least hitting a little bit better. Gamble, please get healthy. Just do something. I mean, there's got to be something that, that happens here. And it's not all about, you know, pining for, for Ono Cruz. He'll be up here, people. He'll be up here at some point. I don't care if he's up here the first game. I didn't care if he, at this point, if he's up here the 162nd game. I mean, he'll be up here before then. But, guys, he'll be up. He'll be up here. I think that's the thing. I think people are worried a little bit too much about when he gets here. You're going to get him here. He's going to be here for a long time. Okay? And then you're going to get really upset when they move him to the outfield, too. (laughs) (laughs) Now I see the changes in this town. They change. They say one thing. 